The CBS Radio Mystery Theater presents... Marshall. Truth is a torch that gleams through the fog without dispelling it, which means that while we may see the truth, we're still left in the dark, which is as it should be, for the truth is the most complex of all human concepts. And while it's true, as the book says, that the truth shall make you free, it's also undeniably true that the truth can make you uncomfortable. But who is this man? You mean was. He's dead now. All right. Who was he? A cab driver. From where? Marston City. Well, that's 1,500 miles from here. Now, mind, I've never been there in my life. That cab driver was murdered. Okay, some cabbie halfway across the country from here is murdered. Why do you think I should be interested in this? Because you murdered him. mystery drama, For Want of a Nail, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Betsy Palmer. It is sponsored in part by True Value Hardware Stores and Buick Motor Division. I'll be back shortly with Act One. time, it's our pleasure to introduce you to a Mrs. Armina Saunders, or more properly, Mrs. Ralph K. Saunders. She's a most delightful woman, perked and pretty and filled with good spirits, happily married, well-adjusted, with never even a hint of any deep, dark problem of a mental, moral, or psychological nature. She is completely without fears, guilts, or hang-ups. You may well ask, where did we find her? The fact is, there are such people today, except they happen to be out of fashion. Well, our Armina is at an airport, and she has just hailed a cab. Taxi! Taxi! Okay, ladies. C- can you tell me something? It all depends. Do you know where number one Oliphant Avenue is? Well, sure I know where it is. Do you know how long it would take to get there? Ten minutes. Marvelous. Okay. It's marvelous. I'm going to chance it. Let's be off. 32. Airport to Oliphant. Ten four. So, uh, tell me, lady, uh, why is it marvelous? Well, you see, I just came in on that huge 747. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was wondering why that size airplane sat down here. I, I mean... We've got a big enough runway, but who would ever want to come to Mars and City? Oh, well, there was a minor problem with the right outboard engine. Is that a fact? Hmm. The captain assured us that the plane would get by quite nicely without that engine. But why bother? <laughs> he said we'd only be here for an hour, but you know something? I don't believe it. I wouldn't believe it either. Hmm. It'll be closer to two or even three hours before we're airborne. So, this gives me a chance to visit the oddly people. The, uh... Oddly, people? Huh, yeah. You see, my husband owns a company, 
Well, actually, he has a partner, and they make starter engines. Yeah? Well, not for cars or big things like that. No? No, it's a very small unit for, uh, oh, you know, kind of various mechanisms used in um, a sort of uh, co- complex machinery. I... Don't ask me. Okay, now, I won't. Well, what I mean is it's beyond me. It's, it's completely beyond me. I have not... No head for technology. No. Or mechanics or physics or mathematics. Me neither. Is that fast? Like this taxi cab. All I know is I can drive it. If something go wrong with it and I have to raise the hood, uh, <laughs> forget it. Oh. It's all Greek to me. You know, most men would hesitate to make such an admission. Yeah. Well, this woman's live. It's got to work both ways. Mm. Dames want to be freed from the kitchen. <laughs> Guys should also get sprung from the machine shop. Right. You know what I mean. Sure. Just because I'm a guy, am I automatically supposed to be able to fix things? Oh, huh? my husband, huh? He can fix anything, design anything, make anything. His biggest customer is the Audley Company here in Marsden City. The Audley Company? Well, to me, they've they've always just been a name, and no, by just the merest accident. Well, actually, you see, I won a contest. In twenty-five words or less, they said, "Tell why you love Aunt Brunhilde's homemade potato salad." Personally, I hate Aunt Brunhilde's homemade potato salad. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? my wife ever tried to feed me any of that slop, I'd throw it and her out of the house. Mm, I understand. Anyway, the first prize was a trip, though, to Hollywood. And my mother lives there, you see. She a movie star? She was. Well, maybe not a star, but certainly a featured player. Way back in those days of the silent film. Her name was Bessie Marlowe. Well, you can still see her on some of the late, late movies. I'll look for her. Uh, so, in 25 words or less, I wrote how I simply adored Aunt Brunhilde's homemade potato salad. <laughs> you lied. Oh, it was such a tiny, harmless little fib. Really, it doesn't count. And anyway, I won the trip for two. Ralph couldn't go, so I took my sister Ruthie. She decided to stay on for an extra week. I saw so much. Oh, and now, to top it off, I'll even get a chance to drop in on the Audley Company. They must employ a great many people out here. Uh, who? The Audley Company. I'm uh, just trying to place them. Well, really? <laughs> a town this size, and, and they're a large outfit, I should certainly think. Uh, what do they make? Um, well, I guess I'd assume they make automatic machinery of one kind or another. Uh, well, we got General Engines, United Motors, a couple of steel plants, but uh, uh, what, what's that name again? The Audley Company. Don't ring a bell. The Audley Company. The plant is at 1 Oliphant Avenue. That's why I remember it. It's, it's sort of a funny name. Uh, ma'am, there's no plant at 1 Oliphant Avenue. But I... There can't be. Oliphant's one of the shopping streets. Oliphant, Sheridan, Garfield. You only got the factories around the belt. Oh, I'm positive well, now, that now, I... look, 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 look. We're just about there now. Here's, here's Griswold. Now we turn right. We're on Jefferson. Now we go left, uh-huh. and here it is, the start of Oliphant. And right here is number one. It's the McCloskey building. Well, there must be some mistake. What kind of mistake? I know for a fact the Audley Company plant is located at number one Oliphant Avenue. <laughs> Man, what can I tell you? Driver, you please help me. Well, sure, how? Answer my question. Okay. And and don't think I'm crazy now. Go ahead. First, am I in Marsden City? Yes, ma'am. Marsden City, South Dakota. Yes, ma'am. Well, could there be two of them? No, ma'am. 
And you say that there is no manufacturing plant here known as the Audley Company. I never heard of it. Well, then I must be mistaken. I would say so. But how can I be mistaken? The Audley Company is my husband's biggest customer. I mean, that's a fact. If you say so. And I remember, I, I saw printed shipping labels when I was in my husband's office. The Audley Company, number one, Oliphant Avenue, Marsden City, South Dakota. What kind of building is this, number one, Oliphant? Why, well, you can see, it's kind of old. Uh, what do you want to call it? Uh, seedy, shabby, rundown. Yeah. Well, what, what kind of offices are in there? Uh, ma'am, let's just say that what you might call the town's substantial element won't be found there. Hmm. Please wait for me. Where are you going? Inside. Uh, just a second, ma'am. Well, what is it? I don't think you ought to go in there. What do you mean? Let me take you back to the airport. Why? You're going to miss your plane. Oh, I have more than enough time. Ma'am, just don't go in there. But why not? Because... Now, look, you got to promise not to think I'm crazy. I promise. I, uh, I get a click. A click? It's kind of hard to explain, but it's a click. You know, like you go to a movie, you see a guy, usually the hero's pal, and you know the minute you lay your eyes on him, he's going to be killed. Mm. And you get the, you get the click. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. And he does get killed. I get the click on this here building. Huh. So do I. Well, let's take off. But I have to find out. Gonna go in, huh? Yep. All right. I'm going in with you. No, no, that isn't really necessary. I'll feel better. Doesn't seem to be a very active lobby. Oh, Oh, there's the directory. Look. There it is, right on top of the listing. The Audley Company, room 402. Oh, where's the elevator? Do they have one? Oh, it's right here. Oh, for crying out loud, this must have been the very first self-service elevator ever made. Company. On a hunch, let me take you back to the airport. No, huh? I have to go in. Excuse me. Yes? Is this the office of the Audley Company? Why do you uh, want to know? I, I don't think that that should be the answer. It shouldn't? Why not? Well, because the answer should either be yes or no. Well, why do you want to know? I'm curious. The name's on the door, isn't it? I can read ten other names on that door, too. Well, you can read and you can count. What else can you do? I can make deductions. Such as? Such as that nobody really has an office here. They don't? People just rent an address and a phone number. Well, now that we've got that cleared up, do you have any other questions? Yes. Where is the manufacturing plant of the Otley Company? Just leave your name and number and somebody will call you. Hmm, I wonder who. Well, I've enjoyed our little visit. But I must be going. Drop in again. Anytime you're in the neighborhood. Well, ma'am, not the 
none of my business, but uh, you sure you got things straight? No, I'm not sure of anything. You'll go back home. You'll see. What'll I see? That you got the name or the address or something all confused. I am all confused. There is an Audley company at number one elephant in Marsden City, South Dakota, but it's not a huge manufacturing plant. It's just some fly-by-night, furtive little... I don't know what to think. Hey, ma'am... How about if I scout around? Scout around? Something's going on. What it is, I couldn't tell you, but something's going on. Yes, I'm sure something is. My name is Oscar. Oscar Hogan. Oh. Yeah, let me give you my card. Thanks. Now drop me a line. You know what I mean? Hmm. Maybe I can find out something. Well, I... uh... Oh, I got nothing better to do. Thank you, Mr. Hogan. I, um, I may be in touch with you. Mr. Oscar Hogan, that kind and obliging cab driver, dropped me off at the airport where the plane was ready and waiting. And soon we were headed for home. Didn't really know what to think. But I blundered into something. If so, what? When the plane touched down at home, it was still early in the afternoon, and I decided to go to Ralph's office. Ralph was out, but Jim Carroll, his partner, was there. Hey, Armina. Have a good trip? Oh, he's just great. Where's Ralph? Oh, he went downtown on an errand someplace that makes new steel alloys or something. Mm. I don't know what he puts into those engines. I just sell them. (laughs) Jim, do you know that my plane flew directly over Marsden City, South Dakota? What about it? Marston City. That's where the Audley Company is located. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right, they are. Have, have you ever been there, Jim? Sure. Can't remember how many times. <laughs> to the plant. Fantastic place. Brand new, completely automated. They're such a big customer, I couldn't help remembering the name. The uh, Audley Company at number one, Oliphant Avenue. That That is right, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Well, when was the last time you were there, Jim? When was it? Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess it must have been last week. Things were really humming. An Oliphant Avenue. Yes, indeed. We can't sell them enough engines. Is it a big place? At least a square block. Oh, imagine. Why do you ask? Oh, uh, no reason. time a lady says, oh, no reason, on this program, you should say, aha, because here we have a lady who has, by the merest flick of fate, discovered a most disturbing, if not devastating, fact about her husband's business. Just what that fact really is and what it actually means, well, it's uh, hard to say at this moment. But you know, as well as I do, that things may get better in the second act which I shall bring you in just a few moments. A cat, they say, has nine lives. A cat, being a poor, dumb animal, is necessarily limited. We human beings, on the other hand are not restricted to so narrow a number. We may lead an infinite number of lives. For life, in truth, is the face we present to the world. 
And this may vary with our mood, disposition, or interest. We know that some people in our story must be leading more than one life, at least. What had I discovered? That my husband's biggest customer, the source of a sizable part of his income, simply did not exist. What could it mean? I caught Jim Carroll, my husband's partner and a friend, in a lie. But, but was something shady and illegal going on? And was my husband part of it? Of course, I could forget the whole thing. But how could I forget it? Well... There's only one thing to do, and it's the thing I've always done. Just go full steam ahead and, well, whatever happens. Oh, Armina, you're not serving that horrible Aunt Brunhilde's potato salad again. That they sent us a year's supply. <laughs> Couldn't we donate that potato salad to some charity? Um, talking about potato salad, the, the Oddly Company, your biggest and best customer. Mm-hmm, yes, sir. You, you know the one that you've been shipping all the um, engines to? Oh, sure, what about They don't exist. What'd you say? There is no Audley Company. Uh, well, I'm waiting. For what? For, for the punchline, the rest of the joke. Well, it isn't a joke. Amoyne, are you all right? The plane made an emergency landing out of all places, Marston City, South Dakota. I had time on my hands, and so I, I decided to see this great Audley Company plant. You know, just to see it. But there isn't any plant, Ralph. Oh, come on. You can't be serious. Number one, Oliphant Avenue is a run-down, seedy, falling-apart office building. Honey, that's impossible. The Audley Company is just a name on the door, along with ten others or so. And, and it's just an address and a phone number. Mine, I, I just don't understand. Ralph, have you ever been out there? No. Why would I ever go out to Marsden City? It's Jim. Jim runs a sale. Jim's been out there hundreds of times. Well, how did you get the Audley Company as a customer? How do we get any customer? Jim. Jim brings in all the business. Have you ever met any of the Audley people yourself? No, honey. I only meet customers when they have problems, technical problems. But the Audley Company never seems to have any. Ralph, what's happening? I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But you send all of these engines to a non-existent company. Ralph, it, is it possible... That this is how Jim could be stealing. Oh, no, no. That couldn't be possible. But I caught Jim in a lie. Yes, but I... Oh, all right. Let's say there is something phony and... And there is, Ralph. There has to be. But what? Jim can't be stealing. But there is no oddly company. But we're getting paid for the engines. By whom? I only know we ship out the engines. To number one, Oliphant Avenue, Marsden City. That's right. And 30 days later, just as regular as clockwork, we get a check. A good one? Looks good as gold, and we deposit that check. Ralph, something is wrong. I don't know what to say. Maybe Jim is pulling a fast one, but... I... Well, I guess I'll just see about that. What are you going to do? Oh, no. Not now I'm sorry I even started. Now, Minor, you had no choice. It's time for a little showdown with Jim. I mean, I let him run the business, I bury myself in the shop, I spend all my time on engineering, and once a month I check out the books. Everything seems to be okay, but, but now this... <laughs> well, what are you going to do? I'm going to find out what's going on in my own business. Oh, that's my fault. You know, I've enjoyed being the, the head-in-the-cloud scientist, the absent-minded professor. Well, that's all over. Hello? Jim, it's Ralph. What's up? Jim, I want you to drop whatever it is you're doing and get over here right now. 
I've just made a discovery about the Audley Company. What are you talking about? It doesn't exist. Well, now, just a second, Ralph. It's not a big, modern manufacturing plant. It's a desk and a telephone. Okay, still there, Jim? Yes, Ralph. Get over here. And Jim? Yes, Ralph? You better have one great story. I guess I might as well tell you everything. All right, what is everything, Jim? I'm a phony. Jim. From top to bottom, through and through. I've been taking advantage of you, Ralph. But how? The company's making money. Should be making more. Ten years ago, I spotted Ralph as the most brilliant engineer and designer. So I decided to latch on to him. I sold him a bill of goods about what a hotshot salesman I was. Jim, you are. Uh, Aren't you? No, not really. So we went into business on that understanding. Ralph would make them. I would sell them. Well, selling takes a lot of effort. Long hours, hard work. The engines were just great, so I figured I could get rid of them easily if... If... If I could just find somebody to take them off my hands. Tell me something, Jim. Do we have any legitimate customers? Well, you know we do, Ralph, locally. You know about Consolidated Systems, Brenner and Gassner, people like that. But I ran into this fellow, Robert Audley. He said he could get rid of all the engines I could send it. Get rid of them? How? Well, I couldn't press him on that. Anyhow, he was willing to pay the going price, so what difference did it make, I thought? The going price? Only because you made it the going price. Well, sure, now I see. We deserve more. But you weren't willing to make the sales effort. I know, Ralph, I know. You're asking me to tell it, and I am. I couldn't let you know what was going on. And I had to justify a lot of sales expenses. Go on, Jim. So I created this manufacturing company. And naturally, I had to take trips out there to service it. And after a while, it just grew and grew, that's all. Jim, I... I can't tell you how happy I am that you found out. I don't have to live a lie any longer. It was a very difficult evening for me. A man had been stripped down to where his soul had been bared, and I... Well, I'm not a person for serious situations like that. I I try to live in the sunshine, not in the shadow. So Ralph and Jim arrived in an agreement. Jim would buckle down and really behave like a sales manager, and phony deals like the Audley Company for were out from now on in. So I decided to forget all about it, and I did. But then a week later, I received a letter... It was from a Mr. Oscar Hogan. Mr. Hogan? Who is... Then I remembered. The cab driver. Uh, you remember I said I'd scout around for you? Well, I'm doing it. And I think I'm on to something. Maybe. I just want to say I appreciate the fact we met because it sure is a great way for me to spend my spare time. Well, with a sprained bag, I can't go bowling no more. I always did want to be a kind of undercover operator. And here's my big chance. I will write further details 
Sincerely yours, your friend, Oscar Hogan. Such a darling, lovable human being. But actually, there was no longer any mystery. And I'd better tell him so. So I had his card, and I decided to call him at the taxi garage in Marsden City. Marsden City Taxi. Is, um, Mr. Oscar Hogan there? Mr. Oscar Hogan. No, no, he ain't here. Oh. When will he be in? He, um, he ain't never going to be in. He's dead. He's what? Dead. He, uh, he was killed the other night. No. Yeah, yeah. Must have been a holdup. Oh. That's how the cops figure it. A, a holdup? Why else would he have been shot? Oh, I'm so sorry. Hey, you one of his regular riders? Why don't you try Oini? Have the police any clues? What kind of clues? You got all these bums running around wild? Hey, hey listen, you want a cab? There was an out-of-town newsstand on the east side, so I went there. I was able to get a Morrison City paper. Cab driver held up, shot and killed. Oscar Hogan, 55, a veteran cab driver of this city, was murdered last night at approximately 3 a.m. His change purse and his wallet were empty. A ring and a watch were missing. Police are convinced robbery was the motive. However, the victim's wife, Maud, disagrees. She disclosed to this reporter... No. Nobody would have killed Ossie for the nickels and dimes and quarters. He was on to something. He was involved with somebody. That morning, he said to me, Maud, there's something going on in this town, and I'm getting close to it. I said to him, listen, Ossie, you stay far away from it. But you couldn't ever tell Ossie nothing. He just wouldn't listen. Darling? Yeah. A minor? Oh. Oh, yes, Ralph. Darling, something's wrong. What? I don't know. But there is something the matter. I suppose so. Well, tell me. A cab driver was killed. So? You remember I said I visited what I thought would be the Audley Company plant in Marsden City? Oh, oh, yes. He's the driver who took me there. He went upstairs with me and... Why on earth would he do that? I... I seem so confused and, and lost. He... He just wanted to help me out. That was a pretty wonderful thing to do for a, for a stranger. Well, later on, he said to me that he'd kind of scout around and see what was up. I guess he fancied himself an amateur detective. Well, it certainly did look like a mystery. Now he's been murdered. Well, that's a shame. Mm. The police say that it was a holdup. Well, honey, these terrible things happen. You... Yes, but his wife seems to think he knew too much. About what? She doesn't know. He didn't tell her. But, Ralph, could it be about the Audley Company? Well, what's there to know about the Audley Company? Jim gave us the lowdown there. I suppose. It just feels so awful. Well, of course, it's a terrible thing. His wife insists in the papers that something's going on there. Maybe she believes it, darling. Maybe she has to believe it. Why do you say that? Well, you see, many of these hold-up murders go unsolved. So perhaps she thinks that by adding a touch of mystery or intrigue, the... Uh, the police will work harder on it. Oh, Ralph, do you really believe that? Yes, dear, and I can understand that. I'm sure that's what it really is. Well, all right, darling. If you think so. Well, 
Another key phrase with us is, if you think so, it's usually uttered by a trusting wife to her husband. It's said in a tone of voice that might imply she is in complete agreement with him. But the statement is filled with what actors call subtext, which implies that there can be all kinds of meaning behind it. We're in the home stretch now. Act three will arrive in just a few minutes. bright and sunny for some people, and thus it seems to pervade their dispositions and make them bright and sunny human beings. Here we have Mrs. Armina Saunders, and a happier, more up-tempo person would be hard to imagine, much less fine. But suddenly our Mrs. Saunders has discovered that there are swift and terrible storms that can overwhelm one without warning. Ralph? Darling, I've been trying to reach you all morning. Where are you? Ralph, I, I'm not sure I know how to explain. Explain what? Where I am. Well, where are you? In Marsden City. Marsden City? South Dakota. I, I don't know how it happened. But there are my... it, it, It's just that, you see, I, I thought of that poor taxi driver. Darling, what is it you can do? I don't know, but I just feel so guilty. But you weren't to blame? Maybe I can comfort his widow. Darling, he... Just some poor unfortunate who was killed in a holdup. But maybe it wasn't a holdup. What else could it have been? The Audley Company. The Audley. I look. How? I don't know, Ralph. I, I'm sure you're right, and it, it, but it's just I couldn't help myself. I took a cab to the airport and a plane out here. Darling, Armani, what can you do there? I don't know, but but something. Okay, I'm taking the next plane out, and I'm going to bring you home. <laughs> What was I doing out here? What did make me come out? What what could I hope to accomplish? I didn't know. I couldn't help myself. Something was just pushing me, and it, and it bothered me. I'm certainly not a person who's driven, a person who's complicated, and I don't have any deep, complex motives either, and yet I, I just couldn't help myself. Well, before I knew it, I was ringing the doorbell. Yes? M- Mrs. Oster Hogan. Are you a reporter? Well, um... Oh, that's okay. It's okay. Come on in. Look, I, I want to see reporters. I want to see every reporter in the world. I want to tell them the true story. Well, what is the true story? Oh, sit down. You want a cup of tea, maybe? No, 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 thank you. Oh, please. You've got to write this. Make sure you write this. Oscar was killed because he knew too much. About what? About what was going on. Where? I don't know. Well, just what was it he told you? Do you remember? Oh, could I ever forget... It was the last day of his life. I said to him, Hey, Ossie, what are you so nervous about? Me? I ain't nervous. Well, what are you? Oh, maybe I'm excited. About what? You know when the time comes. Yeah? I'm pursuing a line of investigation. You're what? I'm investigating the activities of a certain company. What for? Because I'm certain there's hanky-panky, skullduggery. Who knows what going on? And what if there is? What business is it of yours? 
Crime is the business of every citizen. Oh, Artie, we've been married 30 years, and you get lots of crazy ideas, and I hold still for them. But this sounds dangerous. Nothing to it. Artie. I have floated a few trial balloons, as they say. In a day or two, I shall be ready to pounce. That was what he said. He got close to something. And that was why he was killed. But did he by any chance happen to mention the company? No. He just said I'd find it all out in due time. Oh, listen. You print it. You newspaper people. You've got to get the cops moving. Oh, I'm sure the police are doing the best they can. Maybe. But it ain't good enough. Yeah, and you say that's the Audley Company? Yes, the Audley Company at 1 Oliphant Avenue. Okay, ma'am, we'll check it out when we get a chance. When you get a chance? Well, what else are you doing? Well, we're proceeding along certain channels. Channels? What channels? But this is a lead. It's the only solid lead you have. Oh, well, thank you, Mrs. Saunders. I, I traveled over 1,500 miles to come here. Now, we sure do appreciate it. Look, Lieutenant, I know that you've got a lot of cranks who come in here and waste your time. Oh, we sure do. And I know that there's just no real evidence, but all right. All right, I'll prove it to you. I'll prove it to you. What kind of stupid thing is that to say? What was I going to prove to him, and, and, and how? Just that it made me so angry, the way he just, he sat there. He knew that he wasn't going to do anything, but what was I going to do? I found myself walking down the street, and before I knew it, I was in Oliphant Avenue, standing in front of number one, the seedy-looking office building. Then, I was in the rickety elevator, and I was walking along the dark and dingy fourth floor corridor. I was standing in front of the greasy frosted glass door with all those names on it. And then, without knowing why, I was inside. Well, hello. What can I do for you today? Well, more than you did for me the other time, I hope. Oh, was your plane forced down again? Uh, uh no. No, not this time. Oh, well, what are you looking for? I wasn't sure until just now. And now you're sure? Yes, I think so. Well, what are you sure of? The Audley Company. The connection between it and Jim goes deeper than what Jim told us. You realize I don't know what you're talking oh, about. Oh, yes, you do. You're part of it. Part of what? So far, I don't know, but Oscar Hogan did. And who's Oscar and Hogan? And that's why he was killed. I really wish I knew what you were talking about. You do. Look, I just rent desk space and phone service to these people. What they do is none of my business. Well, it must be a very lucrative business. That watch you're wearing costs at least $300. And you certainly didn't buy that dress in this town. That's Paris. A minor. Ralph. Oh, darling, I knew I'd find you here. I flew out immediately. Ralph, something is going on with this oddly company. Jim is still in contact with them. Oh, no, Jim and I had that all out. Jim promised me he'd never so much as sell them a single engine. Well, how did she know that my plane had been forced down? Who could have told her? Who knew? Only Jim and you and I. But as far as we're concerned, there is no more oddly company. Only if you believe Jim's story. But Jim's been lying to us for years now. Why should he start telling the truth? How do we even know that he's been telling us the truth about the engine? How do we know anything? Well... We'll soon find out. How well, am I? Not? I've been to the police. The police? Yes. I've told them the whole story, and they'll find out what's going on here. 
after all. If Oscar Hogan could find out. Oscar Hogan? The cab driver. That's why he was killed. Ralph, it's May Day. Ralph? What? Does she know you? I said it's May Day. Ralph, how does she know you? Did you hear me? Yes, I heard you. Ralph, it has to be May Day. Oh, shut up, the both of you. Well, what is it? What did you just say to me and to her? Ralph. Ralph, who, who, who is she? What do you want to do with her? Ralph, who are you? I, uh, Ralph, we uh, have to get out of uh, here. Mine, I, uh, I'm in command. I make the emergency decision. What is she talking about? Our cover is as good as gone. What does she mean by cover, Ralph? And we have to get rid of her. She's my wife. She's a part of your cover, just like your starter engine factory. Ralph, will you tell me what's yes, going on? Yes, I'll tell you. She and Jim and I are, are members of a cell. A what? Oh, years ago, we were sent here by... Ralph! Well, the country doesn't matter. You're, you're a spy. Yes, I'm an agent. Or the title doesn't matter either. Comes to the same thing. But you're... You're so American. But no one would ever dream that you were a foreigner. We had the factory to make starter engines. We needed it for a front. But we couldn't earn enough money, so... We, to make it legitimate on the books, we created this phony Audley company. Then I am right. It is phony. Ralph, I'm warning you again. It was an undercover way that my government could finance our activities. And you never did ship the starter motors here. Oh, that's what this cab driver found out. Which is why he had to... You killed him. Well, Amina, we, we had it done. It had to be done. You're a spy. You commit murder. I love my country, Armine. I serve it the way I know best. You have countrymen who do the same thing for you. Oh, Ralph, Ralph. What are we going to do? Ralph, you know what you have to do, and quickly. No, Dolores. She's my wife. I love her. I merely remind you of the agreement we all had to make. All attachments would be for the sake of cover only. A human being can throw these things. I, I still love her. She cannot be permitted to live. She knows too much. I won't do it. If you don't know your duty, I know mine. Dolores, don't you dare. She's got a gun. Get away from her, Ralph. No, I won't let you. I won't let you. Oh, stop. Let go. Let go of my arm. No, you won't kill her. I won't let you kill her. She... She's... Yes, she's dead. Oh, darling, you're, you're, you're bleeding. You're hurt. The first shot hit me. I'll call a doctor. No, 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 don't. Just sit but, with me. Oh, Ralph. I don't need a doctor right now. I just need you to Oh, my dearest. Had to come to this. No, no, I, I, I won't let you die. No one can save me. I killed myself. What are you saying? I'm a spy, an agent. Call me what you will. It's the only thing I want to do, the only thing I know. A man like me mustn't, shouldn't, can't fall in love. That's why I died. I fell in love. Oh, well. It's all right. I would have had to leave you. And that would have been the same as 
No life at all. Molly, what happened? We were happy. We were in love, and, and suddenly, without warning, from nowhere, a, a terrible storm swept everything away. What happened? The storm. The storm. Between we, you and I, two ordinary, everyday people, and all this time you've had a secret life, a terrible secret life. Everyone has a secret life. It's just the died and moved. Mine was. But your arms are me Yeah. Hold me close. Yeah. Close. This one embrace will have to last. A lifetime. No. When the police arrived, they were sitting very close together. But he was dead. Well, maybe he wasn't dead for her. For Amina Saunders, he will live as long as she will. She'll feel the warmth of his embrace for the rest of her life. I'll be back shortly. You're probably wondering why our story is called For Want of a Nail. You know, uh, for want of a nail, the shoe was lost and the horse was lost and the king and the battle and the war and so forth. Well, just because Armina's plane made a forced landing that day, a series of events was activated that wiped out an important espionage cell, killed three people, ended a marriage, and changed a woman's life. Well, why was the plane forced to land? It seems a gasket had become worn and an oil leak was developing in the engine. The gasket is a tiny piece of fibrous material that costs all of 17 cents. Our cast included Betsy Palmer, Ian Martin, Robert Dryden, and Bryna Rayburn. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by ARM, Allergy Relief Medicine, and Sinoff, the sinus medicine. This is E.G. Marshall inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time, pleasant dreams. <laughs>